connecting to the real nerds is so easy. You can go to our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can like us on Facebook. We have a Twitter account, at Real Nerds. We also have Instagram. You can call us, 720-6Nerds5. You want to email us? You can do that, too, realnerds at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Jimmy Palmiotti, and you're listening to Real Nerds Podcast. Now pay attention and stop playing with your dick. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast of Denver Comic Con 2017 and beyond. Log on to denvercomiccon.com right now to purchase tickets. Uh, and I also was going to point out, they sent me an email saying that a lot of uh, people are buying Denver Comic Con tickets and selling them for higher than face value. Oh, no. And Denver Comic Con wants to let you know that there's still tickets available and you should yeah. buy them from them. Yeah, because sure. uh, so you don't have to pay more for it. No, that's, that's stupid. silly. Yeah, don't don't be taken advantage of. Don't support scalpers. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Ryan. Yes. It's 2017. It is 2017. How How's cool everybody's is this? new year? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Was good. Anybody do anything fun or irresponsible? Uh, no. Mm. Keep thinking, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> All I what know did is I, I do? As I'm winning on Fancy Movie League this week. <laughs> This is my middle <laughs> finger. Fuck you, Brad. Perfect cinema is within my grasp. It yeah. is. Irresponsible, See, no, but... I got <laughs> burned by those type of movies. That's why I took one of Hidden Figures. Mm. I was like, well, if La La Land does 10 million and Hidden Figures does 15 to 20, and then if The Fences, which I put as a rest, says five, that's like a really good like lineup. But then Hidden Figures did better than anyone thought it was going to do. Mm. Yeah. I mean, good. I guess it is a better movie than When the Bow Breaks, but I don't know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah. I, I I would vote. I think that's what we should do next week. If, okay. there's, if there's nothing good, because I've heard really wonderful things. So, so what do we do in our podcast, James? Uh, we review movies. Um, we talk about them. How, how many talk episodes about, have you done? We talk about movies. <laughs> we talk about what's going on Stop. in movies. Stop. Uh, we usually we give Zach a hard time. <laughs> Stop. Every week, the Real Nerds go see a new movie. We podcast our experience of the world. This week, we saw Underworld. Blood Wars. Oh, is that what it was called? Yeah. Oh, I, I Do you not see the it. title card? I just call it Underworlder. Like <laughs> I thought it was Underworld Blood and Chocolate. <laughs> oh, that was a, that's also a terrible There was a movie. lot of blood and a lot of wars, so it feels like an appropriate title. Yeah. I thought it was pretty <laughs> gory. So many. They're all the same. There's like three fatalities in it from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, it's like that. she should direct a Mortal Kombat movie. She, she should. Gets it. Yeah. She should. That, what's her? Anna Forrester, I think is her name? Uh, yeah. Yes. Good like for that. her. Yeah. Like, way to... Just go for broke yeah. because you have to. It's the fifth one of these. Can you believe that? Five no. of them. And what's funny is I don't think any of them have, have been sequels to the original movie. Like the original movie is a like yeah. The vampire... second one takes place immediately after the first one. No, no. I mean the the original is like a vampire Matrix ripoff. Yeah. And then ever since then they're constantly fighting with swords. So, like, they never, to me, feel like that original movie. It'd be like if Equilibrium became, like, if they did five Equilibrium well, you movies know what, James? where you never saw Gunkata Every I watched every single Underworld movie this week, and I'll report yeah. to you about... Okay, cool. ...how well the, uh... uh how the, the, how the mythology... Yes, is, how cohesive the mythology, mythology is. Yes. Absolutely. I'm excited. Um, so we also talk about movies we've been watching, what's coming out on Blu-rays, movie news, uh... You know, we're a movie podcast. We like watching movies. Yeah. It's a fun hobby. But we also wa- love watching movies at the Alamo Draft House. Yeah. This is what's playing at the Alamo Draft House. 
Hello. Hi, I'm Kevin Smith. Hi, I'm Leonard Malton. Hi, I'm Mark Hamill. Hi, I'm Elijah Wood. This is Seth Rogen. I'm Christopher Mintz-Bloss. I'm Lone Star. Welcome to the Alamo Draft Night. Hi, uh... It's kind of calmed down a little bit, the holiday movie yeah. stuff, so they're able to get back to some programming. Uh, next week at the uh, Alamo Draft House, Hackers is being shown. Also, Train Spotting. Um, I can't believe they're making a sequel to that. One, I don't think that movie's that good. I think it's one of those movies where everyone thinks Train Spotting is like super cool, but I think it's really stupid. Yeah. Um, and you know how I feel about Danny Boyle, anyways. Uh, uh, but he's great. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> Actually, if there's a microcosm of how much I dislike his type of filmmaking it's train spotting because mm. i think in that one it's his drug trippy is yeah that's so, where everything you hate about him just exactly one thing yeah. exactly i watched uh, it for the first time last year and i was bored exactly it's like and it's meh but at the same time i do like i think danny boyle's a fun filmmaker yeah but he has to put those fucking trippy stuff in it all the time yeah. dude come on yeah. i get it you like drugs and i'm sure uh, james will be at the brisk wi- brick whiskey dinner with actor noah segan in person, I really wanted to. It was actually it sold out at this point, so I know. Starry Eyes with Noah Segan is also playing. Nasty Woman presents High Sierra. Yep, starring Humphrey Bogart. Yep, I know. I saw the trailer for that when I was at the Alamo last. I'm like, oh, I should see that movie. Yeah. You know what I do miss so about good. old movies? Like the trailers for them are just like the guys are so cool. Yeah. Like everything about them just like reeks coolness. Yeah. I love that time in Hollywood where it's like late 30s to mid 40s, where it's film noir. The dudes are wearing fedoras and like trench coats, and they're smoking and cool. Have and a don't give a damn attitude. Yeah, <laughs> and the trailers basically tell you everything that happens. Yeah, in the movie. come they're, see the new suspense thriller. It's Whoa. thrilling, yeah. right. shocking. Yeah. I love it. They did that I with the Ocean's Twelve trailer. Um, did they? Where they did I don't the, remember. You'd have to look it up on the on whatever version you have, but the trailer. It has like a, a Danny Ocean in a thrilling new epic adventure, and then oh, you know, that's cool. Then you watch Ocean's Twelve, and you're like, oh, this isn't really thrilling. <laughs> it's funny. Usually, when we do uh, when we have a movie and it's not showing at the Alamo Draft House, I'm like, oh man. And this week, when I looked and they weren't showing Underworld, I was like, that's I understand. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> like, I uh, so many times I have texted Steve to be like, what is this shit? Like, we're trying to go see La La Land, and you don't have it yet, which they, they have, have now. They have now. And yeah, and you get there was a dude dancing. I saw the video. I don't know if you saw that, but they had like a guy up there doing like dancing with a with a cane, like doing fun dancing stuff before your movie. Uh, go to the Alamo. Yeah, the yep. place is so cool. Uh, you can also video vortex. Oh, which you've never seen one. They actually walk up and put a cassette into the video VCR. Into a VCR, yeah. And uh, it's called Truth or Dare: A Critical Madness. That sounds good. Uh, one Piece film, Gold. Pulp Fiction is having a movie party. Cool. Velvet Goldmine, Wayne's World movie party. I love Wayne's World. And uh, Tough Guy Cinema presents Fight Club. Overrated. Yep. <laughs> but go Aww. see it. Plenty of people love that movie. Yeah. And it is very well made. So I, I think David Fincher, uh, I have a hard time saying his movies don't look good. Or yeah, they're, right. They're no, well I know. made. Yeah, exactly. Um, I might not like them all, but yeah, he's he's a good filmmaker. It's a cop-out. <laughs> Speaking sure. of La La Land, it's going to IMAX next weekend. What? Well, this weekend, I guess. Which technically okay. makes sense because they shot it in true cinemascope, so you can get something out of the big screen effort. That's cool. Yeah, so, that yep. should be fun. Yeah, I've been I've been itching to go see it again, so maybe that'll be my my motivation. To get an IMAX poster out of it. So. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we're, oh, we're, we're such nerd. dorks. Oh. Uh, 
Zach, what do you want to start off with this week? What do I want to start off with this week? Yeah. Wow. I thought after my Ryu moves last week, nobody would want to talk to well, me. Well, yeah, I mean, no, we don't respect. Oh, yeah, we're all still pissed at you. <laughs> we don't respect your list at all, but, I mean, it doesn't mean you're not part of our group. And I he know. didn't say we That's were going to do what you want. He's probably going to take yours and put it in the list in the wrong order, <laughs> much like you do. Yeah, you better say Brad, Brad around town. Yeah. I think we oh. should probably figure out what's going on around town. Oh, good thinking. Each bread around town. Drive your car downtown to see bread around town. <laughs> we did an intro, but James won't give it to me. Oh, but now we have wait, a new I intro have that's clearly... <laughs> I know. I was going to say, that's so good. That works, yeah. Man. Um, get the go, get the go. <laughs> bread drives a Cherokee around town. <laughs> Looking for movies that will play around. It's bread around town. Chris <laughs> oh, Lee, Eric Hartman, yeah. doing my intro. Um, okay, so the midnight this week, really the whole month at the Esquire is like cliche modern film nerd. Because uh, this week is The Shining. So is Henry back in town? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Henry made this Aww. list. Uh, next weekend is Donnie Darko. Um, the weekend after that's Amelie, and then Secretary, and then Fight Club. With the room in Secretary's Rocky Horror. kind in of a curveball. Is that a nerd film thing? I haven't uh, seen it in a long time. I do like it. Uh, Are you asking, I don't do know. nerds like Secretary? Yeah, like it's, it's like a pretentious, it, like... It's counter-programming to uh, Fifty Shades Darker. Oh, yeah. Mm, February oh, yeah. 10th and 11th. But yeah. if you want to see a, a film that's made well about S&M, see Secretary. That um, one's better. And then Amelie's a good movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. I, but it's just like as a whole... Yeah. Two months worth of stuff. I'm like, so we'll see a lot of yeah. vapes and beards there is what you're saying? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of smug, pretentious film critique people. <laughs> Brian, have you ever seen Amelie? Uh, no. Okay. I'm not sure. He would probably not like it. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Although it is directed by the guy who did Alien Resurrection. Uh, y- yes. That's yeah. not an in for me again. <laughs> right. Like, well, you know, I realize he liked Josh Whedon's script. Yeah. Right? He did make garbage. He took something good and made it into garbage. The idea, so, I, actually, I think the film's actually shot pretty well. I do think Alien yeah. Resurrection is shot pretty well. I will fight you all day long. Most of what's wrong with that movie, in my opinion, is that he puts the camera in the wrong place in you every think so? scene. Oh, yeah. I think you're take, wrong. Take for, example, take, for example, when they're swimming away from the aliens mm-hmm. and they swim up to the. Um, I haven't seen it in a long the, time. The, well, they swim up to the. Like, there's this film yeah. on the water and then there's eggs up there. Mm-hmm. And. Um, you should watch it again. It's a, it's a piece of garbage, but, um, and part of it is also the editing. Um, but no, he, he pans you through and shows you that there's eggs on the other side, which breaks the tension so that then like when they break through, you don't have like this big reveal of like, Oh Mm. shit. You know, like that's a great moment of, we got to get away from the aliens. We got to get away from the aliens. They finally break through this thing and Oh shit. It's a room full of eggs. Mm. We are all fucked. Would have been so cool. And that's not what you get. What you get is like, Oh, they're trying so hard to break through this thing before they lose oxygen, but when they get there, they're just gonna have eggs. Mm. So you're just like, wait, like it's stuff like that where you're like, wait, the making why did of you it, film it this on, way? in the Alien anthology is amazing because right, because all, nobody knows yeah. how to say anything good about it. Yeah, they're like, this is a piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah, like, well, <laughs> we tried. Um, and then at the uh, uh, open screen night is back, and that's uh, January thirty first. So look forward to that. Are we are we seeing what we want to see there? Thunderbolt two and three D. Yes, and probably. The after show. <laughs> All right, keep and teasing the after us. show. Awesome, supposedly. Oh, 
Are we seeing the after show there? I think so. In 3D. So, so I both you heard got it here first. <laughs> so I both got I think so. Well, you guys aren't telling me to go see open screen night. Uh, I just haven't made it official yet with like a graphic or anything, but Oh. Okay. Yeah. Have you already finished converting it to 3D? Almost. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's not the it's How, not that you may not work. Is that a hard process to do? Yeah, it's 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 kind of a frame by frame thing. Wow. Um, and I I made a version of it and then like we critiqued it. And there's a way to make it better, so it's it's that thing that I got to do. Oh, gotcha. Mm. Uh, essentially, so, it's ready to go in some form. So if you're but, listening, Hollywood, Brad can also convert movies to 3D. Give him a job. Yeah, not absolutely. the 3D that people pay twenty dollars for, but uh, well, you, but you're only given a scene in those movies, so yeah, I mean, yeah, and you'll have six months to work on it. Right. <laughs> so you can do it, Brad. You can do it. Okay. And have you seen some of those 3D movies? Bar's not high. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. And then uh, the other thing is January 25th. Um, I'm going to co-host a two-hour film project type dealy. Uh, oh, like for a, EFP talks, like a like a 48-hour film, but it's two hours. But it's two hours, yeah. Wow, very condensed That's version aggressive. on how to be expedient and I feel uh, like optimize <laughs> your workflow in <laughs> filmmaking. So it's like a lecture. No, uh, it's it's a lecture, but like it's hands-on. So you're not just going to. So it's like a TED's talk. Oh. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what you have, yeah. Wait, is it is it a 2-hour lecture or is it a is it how to make a film in 2 hours? Uh yeah, it's just more of how to make a film in under 2 hours, yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, cuz so, I was going to make a joke about like, oh, I feel like you're just going to get a whole level of like, you know, uh real-world interview shots of like I have I have 2 hours for me to sit here in front of this thing and no, say a say a line of dialogue. That's terrifying. No. <laughs> yes. I know. And a lot of EFP talks are just like this expert comes out and just talks and mm. takes questions. Yeah. Um and attendance has been, you know, low. So I was like, well, I feel like uh you know, we should do something that's more hands-on. So sure. I suggested, you know, I know how to make a film really quick. <laughs> you know, they're not going to be great, but at least like it, it was more of introduced as a thing of like people who felt like they had a high barrier to entry to yes. filmmaking like right. i just want to show them like you can just use a cell phone and you don't have to use a tripod and uh there's like quick ways quick ways to optimize like yeah if you don't have like expensive gear like you can still make something quality and so like the first 30 will be talking about techniques and then the other hour and a half will be actually you know taking suggestions writing a script uh shooting it and then editing it and then putting it out for like everyone's gonna watch them at the end yeah of the night so wow uh that'll be at the bug theater that's cool. january 25th yeah. yeah it's it's its own experiment if it goes cool. well hopefully we'll do it again but oh, that's really cool yeah uh, awesome. just getting out, that, out there now and let's spread around town <laughs> zach what are we doing next um why don't we unspool some real news because i saw some pieces in there that looked interesting no you didn't <laughs> It's real news. It's real news. <laughs> all new interstitials You're this year. Joe's they're all, job. They're all, they're all Ryan going. Hey, <laughs> And this is what's happening in Hollywood. Uh, yeah, uh, not much is happening in Hollywood right now. Cult of Chucky is going to get made. It is. Uh, they announced it yesterday. They filmed it tomorrow. Uh, so, <laughs> no, it's actually kind of a clever little trailer. What they did is they just took like Chucky's greatest hits. Yeah, and it's you know at the end it says join the cult. Yeah, and everybody, I mean. Chucky's fun. Basically, like, hey, this thing still exists. Yeah. <laughs> In case you forgot. Well, I, I will Was say. The, is oh, it going to be direct to video? Yeah. And, the, uh-huh. uh, but I will say the last one was direct to video. And it's the best child's play since the first one. That's what I was just going to ask. I couldn't remember if the last one was the good one. Yeah. Or if there had been a shitty one since the, There's, the good one. Uh, so what they did, which it, 
surprising how this works all the time. Yeah. So I don't know how many Chucky's you've seen. The first one. Uh, none of them. So the first one is pretty bare bones slasher. That's not true. Um, and then they kind of get more fantastical as you go along with the Tiffany, the doll, his wife and stuff. And yeah. The seed of Chucky. And what they did is they just stripped all that. Well, they got rid of a lot of it and they just went back to Chucky. Yeah. And it's more of like Chucky in a haunted house yeah. where people aren't sure what's happening, but Chucky's murdering people. Sure. And there's a great scene. Uh, it's kind of when Chucky kind of gets introduced. Um, but the 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 woman who is the lead in it, she's uh, handicapped. So she's in a wheelchair and she's making chili for her family. And uh, you see Chucky running around. And he takes rat poison and puts it in chili he's gonna, and he stirs it in. So there's this whole scene of people eating chili, but they don't. You don't know who has the rat poison, mm-hmm. so it has like nice tension to it. Yeah, and, and Chucky's funny in it. Um, so they really just stripped away most of what made the previous three goofy. Yeah, and mo- more focused on making Chucky scary again, which sure. I, I don't think he's ever been scary, but right because he's still somebody you should just drop kick. Yeah, exactly. Like... <laughs> um, but at the same time, if you if you and, and the guy who's writing and directing it, uh, Don Mancini wrote the first one. So he's been part of the Chucky universe since it's been around. So yeah. he's either written him or directed him. Yeah. Uh, so he's, so they have a nice consistency to him. I liked it. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. So, you know, that's a thing. Uh, there wasn't much to talk about. Uh, Brian Fuller still totally wants to go do more Hannibal. Um, he would really like to do a mini series where he gets to do silence of the lambs. I'm only bringing it up because I would really like, uh, you know, I, I talked about this back when it ended. You like how, Hannibal? Yeah, right. <laughs> about how, like, oh, I'm totally fine that it's ending. Like, I'm so happy that I got as much as I did. Like, try to be so gracious. Then it ended, and I was like, fuck! <laughs> Come on! Um, because it was so good, and then, like, to... to Mads Mikkelsen is great. Yeah, just to get that idea of, like, oh, man, what would their, his Silence of the Lambs look like? Oh, I, I think it's a great idea. I would love for them to do Actually, it. Actually, I would like just to have, like, a 10-hour uh, episode with him just interviewing people as yeah. a, in his, like, psychologist Yeah, role. just random people walk in. Mm-hmm. Like you just do it like uh, uh, like a hidden camera show where you just go get actual people who are coming for therapy and have them sit down with Mads Mikkelsen pretending to be Hannibal. Um, that'd be great. That'd be a great show. Oh no, so many people would it would ruin lives. It would Good. ruin so many lives. Whoa, no. Um, yeah, uh, and then there wasn't much else. Uh, I thought it was interesting. I don't know if you guys saw the the quote from the editor of Rogue One that said that. When they early on in the process of making that film, he cut together a version of that movie from other movies, um, so they kind of had an idea. Like when they were in the early days on the script, so they had an idea of like how much dialogue do we actually need in this movie, um, and what does the pacing of this look like? And I just thought it was a really fascinating idea that there's like interesting interview with the guys. Yeah, like that. There's this rough cut of that movie that's you know a full length feature film cut from a bunch of other movies. It sounds awesome. (laughs) I want to see it just to see if it makes any damn sense. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, other than that, uh, I don't know. Is there anything else that anybody was... They just picked up Constantine as an animated series for the CW. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of fans for that. I, I hope, yeah, uh, it's, that's Keanu a show. Reeves is the voice. That would be Whoa, okay. I'm back from hell. I like that, that movie. Yeah, that's all right. I do. Um, it's too bad. Like, Constantine's one of those things that's been kicked around so long that could have been cool and so many times has been not. Like, that, that show that they did a couple of years ago was, was bad. People um, love it though. That's too bad. It was really rough. No accounting for taste. Yeah. And maybe it got really good. I, I, I think I got a few episodes in before I was like, okay, I'm, I'm giving up. You know, it's my problem. I have a hard time breaking through the CW window. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I always try and I try to watch 
something and it just it never connects with me brad yeah. you did you watch a whole episode of no i've watched three seasons of the flash yeah that's what i mean i meant seasons. How, long, how long did it take you to like actually feel like you were into it uh maybe like halfway through the first season Oof. Mm. yeah that's a uh, long so i need about 10 hours you're saying yeah. yeah it's like yeah it's it's like a 24 25 episode season but uh, i don't know it's it's not terrible yeah but, um it's not my favorite thing, but it's still hmm. compelling at points. You know, it makes me want to like, oh, what happens next? Yeah. So I burned through those three seasons pretty quick. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. Like, I yeah, think... once yeah, once it gets its legs in that middle of the first season, yeah. you, you finally get into the, the mystery arc that's going on. Yeah. Um, everything after that's just like, oh, cool. What's hap- what happens next? What happens next? You know, I think it's one of those things where it's just a, I'm a victim of, or it's a victim of there being so much TV out there that I still want to watch that, I mean, I've given up on, or not given up, but I've like fallen behind on really good shows that asking me to, to get through that big of a barrier, you know, it's not even the show's fault sometimes. Like there, I have to have a really good motivation to, to even try that hard. Yeah. Any um, show that has like 20 plus episodes anymore. I'm yeah. just like, oof, that's homework. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I'm so used to 10 episode seasons. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Which just reminded me, I watched something this week. <laughs> good. Um, um yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just so much stuff where I've like even I was just reminded because the the new season of um, uh, Man in the High Castle is coming out, and I was like, oh shit, like I gotta go back and finish that first season that I liked, but I got like six episodes in and got distracted by something else and fell off of it, and you know, so if I can't, if I gotta get through ten episodes before I really get hooked, it just makes it really tough. Yeah, um, I mean, there's only really two TV shows I watch now. Uh, well, three. I mean, I watch yeah. Modern Family all the time. That's kind of me and my wife's thing. And yeah. Uh, the Walking Dead and Bates Motel are like really the only thing I watch. Which Bates Motel, which Bates I've Motel fallen is off of for years really now. Great. Oh, is really man. great. And I heard the fourth season is, was. Whew. I heard Ugh. season five is the last one. It is. Oh mm. man! All right. See, there's so much good TV, which is good because guys who made it uh, only planned for five seasons for Bates Motel. Oh, cool! Good. So they kind of had them mapped out. They're getting to actually end their yeah. show. That's cool. That's good, man. I got to go back and finish that. The controversial casting of Rihanna as Marion Crane. What? Yeah. Rihanna's in that show? Uh, she'll, she will be this year. I mean, I don't care. Is she gonna as long be, as she's good, I don't care what she does. Is she going to talk about how like her ancestors told her that aliens would come out of the ocean? That'd be sweet. Oh, man. And then she drives a battleship? Yes. Yes. She shoots guns at aliens in battleships. <laughs> you know, that Blu-ray's been sitting on my shelf for like two years. <laughs> you own it on Blu-ray? You hated that movie more than I did. I thought that was fun. I just hope yeah. she finds love in a hopeless place. Mm. <laughs> and doesn't get punched for doing it. Oh, yeah. oh man, <laughs> low blow. I don't know. I don't you know any Chris there. Brown songs. So, the voice you just heard was Ryan Frost <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> burying himself in a hole. <laughs> the opinions of Ryan Frost do not reflect. Yeah. Anyway, uh, no. Is there anything else in news? We've gotten totally off track. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, what are we doing next? Let's do uh, DVDs and Blu-rays because there is one that I want to talk about. Awesome. I'm also testing to see if Zach actually knows the format of the show. (laughs) If he doesn't, he is no longer a real nerd. You will revoke his ability to post on the website and the Clint Eastwood uh, magazine articles will cease to exist. They'll be taken down. They'll be taken down. Wipe from the site. We will actually delete them from history. (laughs) Actually, while you're looking stuff up. um, I'm not looking shit up. It's right here. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> uh, Best Buy, the Doctor Strange still book is thing. available for pre-order. So. And it's Ooh. badass. Yeah. They actually have two versions of it. They have one with a 3D and then one that's just standard. Regular, yeah. The standard is like the green eye of uh, uh, Amagato. Uh, yeah. Is that what it's called? Agam- <laughs> no, Agamato. Agamato, Agam- Ag- Agamato? Say Arigato. Yes. Don't worry, Agato. Yeah, then the, then the 3D one's red. Oh, yeah. No. It's pretty. It's a pretty sweet 
steel book. That's awesome. I thought it was Agamotto. It is. Is it Agamotto? Ag- I can't remember. I'm just playing with it. Let me uh, say Arigato. The Accountant <laughs> is out on 4K One of your mom's Blu-ray favorites? Week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, the best Punisher movie ever made. Um, <laughs> the Deepwater Horizon, uh, which I had, I actually heard, like, I saw some people favorably, you know. Did, wait, did you see that? Did, no. what, did any of us see it? No, okay. It was oil um, here. I think it was Henry that did. <laughs> Somebody transforming into fire. Yeah. Uh, Do you see the new terrible. trailer for Transformer? That movie looks so shitty. Oh, I'm so excited. No. Nope. Such a piece of shit. Anyway, uh, Birth of a Nation is out, so if you want to check that one out. I, I, How far that fell from Grace. I know, man. That was... Well, I heard not only like his checkered past, but I heard it's actually not that good. Yeah, which is, you know... It's whatever. weird because it was like an awards contender yeah, before it, was, it came out. It was so praised for so long. Yeah. Um, it was it was pretty surprising. Uh, Homeland season five. Uh, speaking of television, good shows that I've fallen off of. Um, does any of us still watch Homeland? Mm-hmm. Or do, am uh, I the only I've, one who watched I've it? I lost track. Okay, I can't <laughs> never remember. did. Um, yeah, I really liked it. Uh, you know, so hopefully it's still good. Uh, season two of Mr. Robot. Um, it hurts really good, but it looks stupid to me. Yeah, I I got about f- four or five episodes in and turned it off. I was done. It won like um, Emmys. Yeah, it's not very good. Uh, everyone should go watch Halt and Catch Fire. It's a fantastic <laughs> show. It's actually. You know, it's it's everything that that show wishes it it could be, um, and so much more. So, uh, go watch that. His Girl Friday. This is what yes. I wanted to talk about. Is that on Criterion this week? <laughs> yes, um, it is. Man, it's a good movie. That this has been a long time coming because every version. Um, does anybody know that that movie was actually in the public domain for a while? Yeah, yeah. I, that's so, actually how I watched it. And every uh, version that's come out since, like Columbia put out one version in a, like a four pack. But they haven't really been able to restore it and remaster it the way that it properly deserves. Because His Girl Friday, great fucking movie. Oh yeah, it's great really good movie. Like there was a thing a few years ago where there was like a site that had taken, it had gone and gotten the rights to a bunch of old, either old films or or films that were so old they were in the public domain, mm-hmm. and put them out there where you could stream them. Um, and I watched a few of them, and His Girl Friday was one of the ones that was on there. Like, you'd, you'd, you'd literally have to go back like three years of episodes to find whatever I'm talking about because I don't remember. I never used it again. But like um, nowadays, if I want to, if I really want to find a uh, public domain one, I go onto the Internet Archive because they've got all that. stuff. Yeah, there. right. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't remember what the thing was called. It doesn't matter. But if it, uh, to help you purchase that and, you know, finally pay uh, his girl Friday, the respective deserves it comes oh, with yeah. another movie, too. So, yep. oh, does really? the front page? Yep. The front oh, page. cool. So you can get two movies for the price of one Criterion and they both come with like special features. So, oh, yeah. Yo, the Criterion stuff is. I, I read cool. a review of it on Blu-ray.com. They said it's uh, a really great Blu-ray. That's, that's awesome. Good. Yeah, that's a, that's exciting. Um, Max Steel. Oh, my favorite movie of last year, according to Ryan. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's better than how you had your order movies. <laughs> um, it, what's funny is the tra- the cover for this makes it look like a Tron movie. It does. Uh, which actually makes me want to watch this piece of I never shit. saw a trailer for it. Oh, I did. It was terrible. It was just terrible. Um, and I knew what that property was before they made it. And, you know. Most most people probably have never heard of Max Steel, like the shitty G.I. Joe ripoff. Um, Obviously, but, they didn't because it made like a million dollars at the box office. Yeah, that was a terrible idea. Uh, Kevin Hart, uh, What Now?, which is like a stand-up thing where he, I think he stands in front of a car and makes you laugh. Um, <laughs> I think he just makes jokes about uh, uh, Need for Speed video games based on this cover, <laughs> right? Like, that's what this is. It's a, um, it's a concert video. It is. No, I know. I just think the cover is funny. It literally looks like if yeah, he were in a if he were in an attractive woman in like a bikini, that would be a Need for Speed cover. Maybe like, it no have been joke. Him in a bikini, <laughs> right? Oh, that would have been good. Uh, Scavenger Hunt, uh, which is an old movie. 
Mm-hmm. I don't. I've never actually heard of Scavenger Hunt. I just assume that it is a mad, 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 oh, mad. Oh, Richard world Benjamin. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then the Survivor, which I'm assuming is Arrow. Oh no, it's not. No, it's Who Severin. 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 Or... Who's? Uh, have you ever heard of Severin? I have. I think two Blu-rays from them. They're like a grindhouse. I think. They put out okay. the original Inglorious Bastards yeah. back in the day. James Herbert's The Survivor, Pilot Error, or Supernatural Terror. There's nothing more scary than Maybe, puns. I think the one I have from them is the Sam Raimi star, Thou Shall Not Kill, oh. except <laughs> where Sam Raimi plays like a Charles Manson murderer guy <laughs> i think this is a movie where a plane you're on a plane and then maybe the plane blows up it's got robert powell in it that's so, weird <laughs> um something called band of the hand no idea what that is but the cover is pretty badass uh and then the 400 blows is getting a criterion edition which i've never seen but i've heard many many good things. Well, they had it, it's just probably just the blu-ray version oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah it probably is the blu-ray yeah. version. that's true uh man look at what is this Holy shit. This Go down to the bottom of it. Band of the Hand looks awesome. From the maker of Miami Vice. Out of jail. Trained as a team. Their battle to clean up the streets of Miami is about to begin. This is this is awesome. Look at that kid's wham shirt or whatever that is. Holy shit. This is cool. That lady is serious. That guy's got a gun. That guy right. with the gun kind of looks so like... So do you guys want to hear something that has to do with movies and is funny and sad at the same time? Yes. So the guy who starred in Jack Frost, the Killer Snowman movie... Oh, no. I was watching the making of Jack Frost. He died in an avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> like shortly after the movie? Or? Uh, after the second one, yeah. Wow. Man. I mean, that's not... Irony! Wait, 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 It's not wait, funny, wait. but it is pretty fucking funny. <laughs> wait. There's a second Jack Frost movie? Yeah, it takes place in Hawaii. We've talked about this so many times, I did not know there was a sequel. It's not good. <laughs> it's not, the, it's no. not the classic where, you know, Jack Frost fucks some girl to death and goes, Christmas game early. I mean, there's nothing like that in it, so. Yeah, that's really too bad. Uh, oh, but I basically says, like, God damn, it's hot in here. <laughs> it probably does. I yeah. don't remember. Uh, I don't know if this has been out before, but there is a uh, there's a Blu-ray collection of Star Trek Enterprise, the complete series. Hmm. Um, I, I'm, you know, it, this looks like a new box set, but I'm not sure if it's been on Blu-ray before. I think that, it has. Uh, it's individual seasons. That yeah, box set that's box set be- Best Buy exclusive is so nice. Every time I see, it, I'm like, wow, it's really expensive, but it's really nice. Yeah. For, wait, for which one? Uh, the original series, and I think the original oh. movies come with it. Yeah, yeah. and the animated series. Mm-hmm. This this is the shitty TV show that ruined Star Trek. Yeah, that I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah no. If you go to Best Buy, it's cool. It's like gold and it's yeah. nice. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. That's this week. Cool. All right, let's do what we've been watching this week. Ooh, we got the last one. That's Surprise! Yeah, you have got another week pass to the real nerds dungeon. <laughs> another week pass. Oh, dungeon. Why is it a dungeon? <laughs> yeah, because it's scary. Like a Jeopardy contestant, you've been welcome back. For at yep. least next week. Welcome back. Except he's <laughs> Cotter. Nice. What? Sorry. <laughs> That's just what my brain does. So uh yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. Brad, what'd you watch this week? Mainly I watched uh the new season of It's Always Sunny was on Netflix. <laughs> So that's ten episodes, really short, yeah. really brief. Um, but there's some great stuff in there. There's a, there's a, you know, this this uh, ski episode that's like an eighties ski one movie. The, it's yeah. the Charlie episode where he's like walking and it's just following him the whole time. Or no, that's, no, that's that was Frank. Last, that was last season. Yeah, and um, it's Frank. It's like through his eyes. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's this one. 
Yeah, I think oh. you're, you're talking about the Charlie work episode. Yeah, where he's like breaking the stool. Oh, that and all was that. a couple weeks. Yeah, that was that was ago. a year. That was the year before this one. Yeah, this is the season from last spring. Oh, okay, um, that's just hitting. They're Netflix. so short. I always forget because I yeah. mean, yeah, they're well, and they're so, ten episodes and they're so twenty long. minutes long. Yeah. yeah, like it's so long between them that I mean, I, I watched them back when they were coming out, and then I when you said that, I was like, well, which one was the last season? Yeah, uh, but yeah, I remember the ski one, and like that's the one where they get trapped in the. Have you finished it? Yeah, yeah, they get trapped in the boat for two episodes. Yeah, that, um, it's the finale. Which is yeah, great. season finale. Uh, yeah. yeah, weird. That show's gotten so weird. It should. <laughs> yeah. the show's brilliant. The weirder the yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it, it's just one of those things that I remember. I've said it for years that like, it's a show. It is episodic, but you can't tell someone to jump in. They have to start at the beginning when it was grounded in some reality, so that because if you just jumped in and saw like, "What's up, bitches?" Yeah, like if you just jumped in and saw like the ski episode, you'd be like, "What the fuck? What is this? <laughs> yeah. This doesn't make any sense." Uh, but it's basically turned into a cartoon show over twelve seasons. Or yeah, I can't live action cartoon. seasons. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I used to laugh. Uh, I still I mean, I still laugh at the episode title cards. Yeah. I, I mean, my favorite is Sweet D is dating a retarded person. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, uh, that dude's yeah. retarded. One of the episodes <laughs> is named, like, uh, D stars in a porno or something. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's uh, great. And they're signed up for, like, 15 seasons, so there's yeah. at least another three of them, so. Uh, and the last thing I watched was uh, Skip Trace. It's uh, Jackie Chan and Johnny Knoxville. Oh, that's oh. right. Uh, it's another buddy comedy thing. Um, is this new? Yeah, it was, came out like last year. It's pretty oh, new, okay, right? cool. Uh, yeah. I'm Johnny Knoxville. We're about to do some kung fu. If only that was the case. He, he's in there <laughs> to like, it's a, it's heavily slapstick. Like there's this uh, warehouse scene where he's just like, he's tied up. But uh, Jackie Chan's like trying to get him out of the f- building, yeah. and he's you know tripping over stuff and like falling on a conveyor belt. Or um, a lot of the movie is so they have to get from like Russia to China because Johnny Jackie Chan's this uh, police officer, um, and uh, Johnny Knoxville witnessed uh, a murder connected to this big mob boss called the Matador. He's been chasing like all his career, um, and who that guy killed his partner. Um, so he goes to Russia, kidnaps Jackie Chan, and then they have to like on foot, get all the way back to China. And so it it feels like a two hour, like walk along the countryside, which is beautiful. Yeah. Like they do a lot of, and it's directed by Rennie Harlan. Hmm. Um, wow. He's who has gotten really like excited about wide angle, extreme, like GoPro wide lenses. So a lot of shots in the movie are very distorted. Um, point of view things weird. um yeah so it's visually weird but yeah it, it feels like three hours long yeah um takes them forever to like they take they try to ride animals they like buy a truck that doesn't work they do hot air balloon they do like river rafting like so many things to like get back and then the finale like there's this big twist which i'll give it to them is like pretty decent and surprising like yeah. i didn't see that coming hmm. like they kind of make you think it's uh, this one guy um like they set it up really well and then it pays off. But at the end it suffers from, uh, you know, he's right there. I want you to shoot him, you know, yeah. why are you giving him a chance to get away type stuff? Yes. Um, so, um, but the, the buddy relationship is what? actually pretty developed. <laughs> what? Don't pay any attention to what Brad's talking <laughs> I'm about. Just, I'm just fucking You're surprised around. that it's a buddy comedy? No, I'm fucking <laughs> no. around on, uh, my, what I watched and, uh, then my, an Amazon ad came up. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Spanglish is coming out on Blu-ray next week, so I was like... Oh, yeah, I did see that. I thought it had already been out. That's why yeah. I skipped it. Oh, oh shoot. Let me go ahead and pre-order that. Okay, go ahead, Brad. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Uh, get Spanglish on Blu-ray. That's a great movie. Yeah. But, yeah, other than that, uh, it, it feels like Jackie Chan. Obviously, he's a lot older, so he's a little slower in his fight scenes. Sure. But there is this one great gag where it, the factory, it makes Russian dolls. And so Jackie Chan starts deflecting uh, punches from this, like, Russian, like, built Russian woman. And she keeps punching the Russian doll, and it gets smaller as it breaks. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, that's, awesome. it's like, that's pretty inspired. So, I'll get, yeah, yeah, credit to that. So, it's a, it's a fun gag, but it just feels so long. And it it's like a typical mid-2000s, you know, tuxedo or medallion vibe thing. So, they're, they're kind of fun, but forgettable. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, I like the tuxedo. I think it's a fun movie. Yeah. Like, it's not great, but, yeah. no. you know. But, a lot, yeah, a lot of it's just them walking through the Chinese countryside, arguing sure um trying to build up like this uh johnny knoxville is like a kind of a con artist uh so like he wants to do the right thing but he also wants to get away a lot of the time so he keeps trying to get out like he can break out of his handcuffs but like in parts where he could do that easily like he doesn't sure um and then people like get hit by entire trucks but survive you know stuff like that really slapsticky so anyway that's it for me Cool. cool zach um, watched a couple of things um, since I last be here. I saw Rogue One. Nice. Oh yeah. Um, I'm not its biggest fan. I'll just be honest. Um, <laughs> what I, a dick. I, lo- <laughs> I love the movie, <laughs> but it's but... better than Nice Guys. But he doesn't love it. <laughs> <laughs> and her sisters. It's a movie directed by Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, but um, I I didn't really have any problem with it. I was just kind of like, it's there. Yeah. It's it's there. It's cool. That that Darth Vader sequence though. Wow, that was fun. <laughs> I just ruined it for everybody. <laughs> Darth Vader's in that movie. I didn't say what part though. <laughs> yeah. Um, I um I got back into the Planet of the Apes movies. Um, the new ones specifically. Oh, okay, I, I was gonna say the new. Yeah. Um. Cool. Uh, but uh, because I've watched the old ones countless times. Yeah. Um, Am I the first to mention that in Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes <laughs> that the end statue is Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> no, probably because no one else remembers that. Until <laughs> the just first, now. probably not. Does it get old? <laughs> nah. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie since it's in theaters. Yeah, really? Yeah. Marky Mark meets the monkey people? Yeah. It's great. Oh, no. It's, not Abraham Lincoln. It's so good. <laughs> it's it, terrible. Is it? I don't if you, remember if you watched, it. Awful. If you watch that clip correct, in the right lens, it's just, he just like goes, looks like he's going like, wah, wah, wah. Wah. Like I could just hear him going wah wah. <laughs> He's not saying it, but I hear it. Yeah. Um. So I uh, watched because uh, what one of the guys one of the great things about working at a thrift shop is that you sometimes rich people throw away their Blu-rays, and yeah. I get them. So uh, one of them was Rise of the Planet of the Apes. So I was like, I'll watch this again. That's a good one. That's and good one. oh gosh, it's so fucking good. Uh, not as fun though as Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, yeah. which I decided to uh, go ahead and buy. Uh, and I didn't get to see it in theaters, sadly, but I did see it because oh, I saw it on a plane. Oh, oh. Um, this this time awesome. I saw it on a much bigger screen, and yeah. I got the full impact of it. Remember, remember that take sequence? Mm. That tank shot is cool. Yeah, oh, man, it's awesome. Matt Reeves. What has Matt Reeves done lately? I think he, he's, he's doing war. He's yeah. doing war. Oh, is he doing the new one? Oh, okay, good, yeah. great. That I'm suddenly excited. You can see for the, the storyboards he drew. They're pretty amazing. Oh man, yeah. and um. And then I watched the original Planet of the Apes um, from 1968, which 
Actually, I, I don't remember the opening being as short as it is. I remember it being much longer. Oh yeah, I was gonna, um, what, do you mean before they get on before the they go, before they go to the cornfield? Oh yes, yeah. I remember it being ancient, like it being it being super long. Yeah, but it's not. It, oh, like, okay. It's funny you rewatch it again. They're not there that long. Yeah. And oh, I have a hard no. time watching the first one because one, I think it's an okay movie. Yeah. Um, and two, I just think of the Simpsons, uh, Planet of the Apes musical every time <laughs> I watch help it. Help me, Doctor Zayas. <laughs> so I think of the flashback in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you maniacs, damn you! <laughs> <laughs> um, what else did I watch? Um, I uh, I watched. So I got for Christmas. I teased it on Instagram, but I. Uh, Got it's a mad 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 world the Criterion Collection yeah. edition, and I watched the four hour uh, cut that they were um, touting oh, on it. Here's what I found out about it: it's not a real four hour cut. What? There are certain scenes from that movie that are missing visually, but they have the audio for them, so they recreate them using set photographs and storyboards. Oh. So it's a recreation of what could have been the four hour cut. Oh. Because they had it, but the but the elements were lost. Um, that's why you preserve your film history, kids. Um, so yeah. th- there's a the thing, though. There's not much missing from the movie uh, that you know and love. Sure. Like there, you're not missing like some amazing revelatory sequence. Sure. Like it's not like if you don't watch this, then you're not the biggest film film purist in the world. Right. Um, it's stuff that's funny, sure, but it's not like. I'm not gonna like urge you all go out and buy spend fifty dollars on this set. Yeah, unless you're like me and you really want. Those Is it a fifty dollar criterion? And it, uh, so that means it's probably loaded, huh? Yeah, it's loaded with special features, and mainly it's also because it comes in dual format, Blu-ray and DVD. Nice. Sure. So if I want to, I can watch it on my computer, which is nice. Um, and then the um, I also watched Thirteenth, uh, the oh. movie that uh, uh, Henry's favorite Jay, documentary. Henry, Henry yeah. recommended. Um, dude, I. I <laughs> I'm disillusioned with America right now. It's kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it's very impactful, very thought-provoking. Um, uh, some of the stuff that they showed, like some of the archive footage they showed, I thought was very, very fascinating. Um, so I mentioned that I got Amazon Prime recently. Cool. And I hadn't had a chance to go through their Amazon Prime stock. The only ones that I'd seen from Amazon Studios are Neon Demon and Manchester by the Sea. Yeah. So I decided to watch Iraq. Um, which wasn't bad, but it wasn't good either. Yeah. Um, they keep talking in um, free verse poetry throughout oh, the entire good. movie. And, I will um, never watch that fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, you will never watch it. I, I can automatically no. guarantee you will a, never watch that movie. A Spike Lee movie that, that talks in poetry? I'm yeah. good. Yeah, it's um, but Samuel Jackson's actually pretty good in the movie. The movie's not bad for its content. It's just that the way they're talking throughout the Spice movie in, in, the, in the poetry – uh, aspect of it, I'm just kind of like I'm okay. I'm getting kind of annoyed, and I know I shouldn't be because this is a classical way of speaking. But it's like uh, it's not. But it's not as thrilling as say talking in Shakespearean language. No, it's yeah, yeah. So um, does so, it have like that slam poetry vibe to it? Mm, a little bit. Okay, yeah, a little bit's enough. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, but visually, actually, honestly, it was, uh, it reminds me a little bit of the, some of the visual acumen he was using on Inside Man, which was really nice. Hmm. So, uh. That's maybe the only Spike Lee movie I enjoy. I know. 
So do the right thing and not watch any of his movies. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Man. You're just full of them today, aren't you? <laughs> Miracle at St. Anna is one of the worst films I've ever seen in a theater. Oh, okay, guys. Let's give let's give Spike a break for now. Okay. For now. All right. Well, yeah, I guess, I guess if I want to see Spike Lee, I'll just watch a Knicks game. Wow. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Because at least then it's cohesive direction by somebody. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh, man! And um, the last thing that I've been watching <laughs> is the CNN series, the eighties. Hmm. Um, I forgot. I forgot how sexy Jane Polly was before she got old. What? <laughs> Are you feeling alright today, Zach? <laughs> I've never heard those words come out of anybody's mouth. No, I forgot how sexy Jane Polly was. <laughs> And you'll never hear them again. <laughs> what about her mind, Zach? Yeah, she's an intelligent journalist from she, she is. whatever show she was on. And I respect her to death. She's the new host of Sunday Morning now, which because Charles Osgood's not there anymore because he's got to go busy bow tie hunting. What the hell are you old people talking about with your morning news shows? You've never watched Sunday morning? No. What's wrong with you? Why would I watch a news what, show? What, what in channel the is that on, Zach? Right, it's on CBS. Oh, cool. Old people channel. That is. It is now now he's going to start telling us, do you guys get your new episode of Hawaii Five-0? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, in the CNN series, they were talking about a Hawaii Five-0 and Miami Vice. Yeah. No, no, no the 80s is a cool... Uh, yeah. Do you eat your oatmeal and Activia while you watch the Sunday <laughs> Activia! <laughs> he does love Jamie Lee Curtis, so he probably that does. That, that reminds me of that freaking... Uh, 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 joke in Family Guy where they're like, don't you wanna, wanna, Sanka? Don't you wanna, wanna, Sanka? Uh, it keeps me, it lets me go to sleep, but it helps me poo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but though, uh, they, the first two episodes of the CNN series are actually about, uh, raised on television. And I did not, um, Brad and I were talking about it in the car. Like, they show early clips of Oprah Winfrey and, she has weird guests on for her first season. Like one of them's her fourth grade teacher. Hmm. And I'm like, that's a weird guest. And they, but they show you how like she had this interview style that just clearly caught on. Cause yeah. no, she's uh, a smart woman. Oh, I she is. I think oh, she's, she's, she's absolutely wonderful. And, uh, she's one of those people I don't have any issues with. Yeah. You know what I mean? She, she worked hard for what she got and she gives back to lots of people. I think it's, I think she's a, I, don't, I think she's a great person. Yeah. Oh, I, I totally And agree. she's great in the color purple. Oh, man. I just thought it was weird. Like, if you had a TV show, like, would you want to have your fourth grade teacher on? But uh, clearly she was inspired by her. I get it. Yeah, I was going to say, I, my I, But I couldn't say that about myself, where I was like, if I had a talk I show, I would not. I remember my not. fourth grade teacher. Uh, Miss <laughs> Angus? Maybe. I remember. Miss Cundy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cundy, not Cunty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I had her twice. I only had her once. <laughs> Stop saying it like that. Oh, sorry, Mom. <laughs> and that's all I watched this week. <laughs> We're really good at derailing, Zach. It's yep. fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it's you and not me now. James? Yeah. Uh, not a whole lot of stuff. Um, because the because we're starting a new year, like, I kind of rebel this time of year and just go back and like watch fun stuff that I've seen plenty of me times. Too. Yeah. So, like, I watched... Um, it's I like watched a palate cleanser. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, I've worked so hard to try and get to the number and try to get as many things crossed off that as soon as I like, it's not like the, the new year starts and I'm like well there's still these few movies I want to see no I stopped trying at all <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so like I rewatched Beauty and the Beast right after Christmas and then I and that was great because uh, I got into a conversation at Christmas about like mm-hmm. man how are they going to do like like I get so excited for the trailer but then also once it's over I'm also like oh yeah Beauty and the Beast is also like kind of a dangerous story that's not necessarily the best lesson for little girls 
Like, so I'm, I'm really excited and everything I've read about it sounds like they're going to do a great job. But then, of course, I also go back and watch it and like, yeah, but there's a really awesome message here, too. Like, it's just, you know, it, oh, wa- it walks a very It's one of their line. best animated movies, for Oh, sure. it's beautiful. Yeah, it's so good. Um, and I had sort of forgot, like, I've, you know, the... the 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 fear of like that lesson of you know hey if 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 the man in your life is you know dangerous and violent if you love him hard enough he'll turn into a prince charming like that being afraid of that lesson is has made violent? me forget hell yeah he's he's scary the first twenty minutes well he like, turns into the beast because he's a prick and yeah, then yeah, he, has angry, uh, he, he has locks, anger he issues. locks her father up and the first few times you see him he is violent you know like he's dangerous. Um, Ooh, that's why she likes and, him and threatens him and threatens her. You know, like there's like Maverick from Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, she likes the um, bad boy. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it walks a very. Oh fine no, I, line. Agree, I agree. But then at the same time, like you take the other side of it, and like you know, here's a person that everyone can relate with, where you're like, oh man, I feel like a terrible person, and there's all this stuff wrong with me, and someone comes along who sees through that and loves you for who you really are and what a beautiful story that is right like it's just walking this yeah, very I think, fine line uh, be our guest is one of the best animated things ever oh for sure yeah i i, I really miss the hand-drawn animation yeah like crazy yeah uh that's why uh i, I think you still have it the song of the sea mm-hmm. is beautiful I do. yes and sorry. i th- i i miss having that blu-ray I'm no sorry. not 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 the blu-ray <laughs> I, I mean like hand-drawn animation yeah oh no absolutely. i think is so stunning yeah and no, not I'm not taking away from the incredible artists that work on CGI stuff. Oh no! But uh, it's an art form that we. I'd like to have both art forms. Yeah, is all you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, and then I also, I guess it was a Disney thing. I also went and rewatched the original Pirates of the Caribbean movie, um, which is, you know, one of if not the best action adventure movies of the last like 25 years. And, yeah, I think it's one of the it's best so intros good. to a character ever. I love <sighs> Jack Sparrow's intro. Yeah. When he's, you know, the first shot of him is all regal standing on, like, the mass. And then as the camera pans away, it's, like, sinking and he just jumps oh, yeah. off. I, Gore, I think it's amazing. That movie, like, that script is fantastic. Gore Verbinski is a madman, like, an absolute master in that film. Mm. Like, if you go back and watch, like, the things that are going around on in the background, like, every shot oh, yeah. has multiple layers that it's communicating to the audience so that you're constantly moving that plot forward. Um, and it's just wicked smart and so much fun. I like I I was really amazed um going back and watching it going holy shit I think like, it's I've I think seen it's it pretty th- scary too dozens I, of times uh the first intro oh, yeah. to the uh to the dead pirates and the monkey and stuff I think yeah. it's shot so well and I think the right. pirates look so creepy mm-hmm. I think it's really well done Yeah and it holds up really really well Yeah um yeah it's, it's a good movie And Jeffrey Rush is awesome in that movie I like so good um, but anyway, uh, not much. But I did. This is not a movie. But Brad talked about his weird commercials, so whatever. I went to one of those escape room things. Um, have, have you any of you done one? You did one twice. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, so I did one. It was, it's the one that's like built by the thirteenth floor people. So it's like semi scary. It's supposed. It's th- th- themed scarily. Which honestly, Ryan, this part you would probably really like. So like the one I did, they had two of them there. One of them was like a zombie one. The one I did was one where like. The premise is you're being chased by a madman through the woods and you run into the cabin and the cabin is actually his trap. And so you, you the, when they shut the door, you have an hour to solve all these clues and, and different tricks and stuff inside of the room um, in order to open. There's like four locks, these electronic locks you have to unlock. And then that opens the door. So Where's the stand? I've never heard of it. Yeah, before. Well, part uh, I've... Oh, this one is up off of um, uh, like 70 and... Select Westminster? 
it's a little south south of Westminster. It's about, but yeah, sort of up in that like Aurora, uh, like North Aurora area. Oh, so it's more east. Um, yes. Okay. Uh, I can't remember the road that it was off of, even though it's like on the tip of my tongue. Uh, oh, if, anyway. it's, if it's 13th floor, it's probably closer to Brighton. Brighton, yes. Yep. No, it's it's off of Brighton, yes. yes. It's literally <laughs> right next to 13th floor. Gotcha. Because um, it's owned by the same people. Yeah. Um, so this one is all like horror-themed stuff. But So um, did you get out in time? Uh, we didn't. We call, we solved <laughs> all the, mich- the the clues except for one, and we had 25 minutes for the last one. It was just that they, they dropped down like a... I don't want to spoil it, but they dropped down a black light, and you have to find just in case anyone goes and does this one. Um, <laughs> no, you, you, there's there's stuff Ooh, in black light in around <laughs> there, and you have to find a number written on a wall somewhere. And just like we had twenty minutes looking around and never found it, and it was just stupid. It was so frustrating. Did they show you? Um, yeah, they showed us yeah. when we were done. But if they came in, they were like, "You guys have gotten, you guys got so far, and you killed so much of it." Like. You know, it, but it was really frustrating because it's got like a 12% success rate. And so they came in and they were like, we don't understand why you didn't find this. But because you, <laughs> you solved all the hard stuff. Like, um, it was really fun. But yeah, awesome. Like, I, I take seen, my wife to that. Yeah, I've seen all these escape room things pop up. And so there's like 10 people in the group. When you, when I've you been do trying it? to get people because there's one right across my work right now. It's oh, like yeah? in a Victorian house. Yeah, I know. I saw your post for one, yeah. but it was it was on a night I couldn't go. Yeah. Um. But uh, no, like, I, and I've been so curious because they've been popping up so often that I'm like, okay, this must be cool, and it is. It's awesome. Yeah. Like, I totally want to go do uh, a, a few more of them. The last one but, I did, but that's surprising because that probably wasn't your idea, was it? Oh hell no! No, no. I was going to say <laughs> so, that doesn't sound like something you would do at all. So good. Uh, well, it was one. Um, a couple of friend of mine, friends of mine. Um. Uh, one of them was in town and he'd gotten a mm. like a like Groupon sort of like their Christmas gift was, hey, go take like six people oh, cool. to go do one of these. Um, and since he was still in town, he was like, well, here, you go, you come with us. And then he, they put together a quick group. Um, and it was funny. We probably, so there were six of us and it was a group of 10. So it was like these two kids, like this dad came in, <laughs> dropped off his two kids who were like 10 and 12 to go with us into this horror locked in room and then and your then, kids like, go be with strangers yeah and then like this drunk middle-aged couple came in and joined us and i was like dude I, afterwards after we'd left and we went and got a beer afterwards and i, I all of a sudden i stopped the, uh, the conversation and went guys i think we're total assholes because we solved every puzzle like those people didn't have any fun because we just the six of us went in there were like it's this it's this it's it like we're just running around solving all this stuff running around you know like and they're just like standing around going like well okay oh is there anything in these pants yeah nope. I think it's really hard when you have like a full team of ten or something yeah like I think two is optimal really because uh, like if you're with strangers like you you said you had probably four of you guys there were six of us six yeah. of you yeah so at least you have the same like like rapport yes. yeah rapport so. You, I knew, I knew, like, when we needed a, when, there was, like, a Scrabble thing on the on the refrigerator, and I knew, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, we need, like, Amy, because she's good at this kind of stuff, and we need these people, like, you know, um, yeah. like, you kind of knew how to use your friends to do it, but I would argue, because the, what's kind of cool, at least with this one, is because there's, like, four locks to open a door, there's kind of, like, four or five chains of clues, so it's, like, this leads to this, leads to this, leads to this, that eventually get you to unlock that one lock, and... So it, it kind of means that if you have 10, you end up sort of splitting up and trying to, oh, I'm going to work on this for a while. I'm going to work on this. And as long as you communicate what you found as you go, then 
you, at least that way you're making a lot of progress. Like like I said, we we were absolutely destroying the thing. 40 minutes in, we knew we all we needed was like a four digit code. Yeah. And then it, you know. But then cuz you're colorblind, the black light didn't help you. <laughs> so, you're yeah. down to nine people. Oh, <laughs> uh, there was a moment where there was like numbers painted on a painting and I couldn't and they were red on black and I was like, dude, someone <laughs> else has to do this one. I yeah. am out. I was um, saying I did the test one. We, we did a folk, like a kind of a focus group one because they were just mm, oh okay they hadn't released it yet sure to the public That's so cool. they wanted to see like how people react to things yeah um, but we were paired up with like two other people and he'd done a lot of them like he oh. bragged about it before he goes like I've done this a lot so we'll be good um, but it, it becomes a little competitive when you're like you find oh. like a scripture or something and, like oh yeah let me look at it now let me look at it and you're like well I need to look at it longer to see. Yeah, what it, the puzzle's gonna be? Yeah. It has to be a thing where you're you're you've got to communicate well, and you've got to trust that you know. So there were times where like I, there are puzzles I didn't even touch, where I was just like, I don't. know. They're working on that one. I'm gonna go find what's in the murder fridge. Yeah. You know, like. Um, but it was really. I thought it was really fun, yeah. cool. and I'm sure it's it's success. You're you know success will vary based on the one you go to, um, but it was definitely worth checking out. Yeah. You know, I, I'd like to go to one where like. Part of it was I actually kind of liked some of my group didn't, but like they gave you the lights were out and they gave us two flashlights to start and then there were three more hidden in the room. So eventually one half of the group had a flashlight. And so you some of you were just wandering around like you like you were pair you sort of try to pair yourself with someone with a flashlight so you could even see. Um, and that that made it actually pretty interesting, I thought. Um, whereas if the you know, but just it was really cool. I think it's definitely worth checking out. So, yeah, anyway. We spent like 50 minutes in our room and we thought we were all, all done with it. And then yeah. we solved like the musical puzzle and then this hidden door open and we we're like, oh, no, <laughs> there's a whole other half to this man. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I yeah. found, I found a hidden door. I opened up a thing and I pushed it a code and there was a button and I pushed it and like, and I, what's funny is that that wall, I had gone up to it and kicked like every piece of wood on that wall thinking like, <laughs> wonder if there's a hidden door here <laughs> didn't find it and so then you know you hit that button and it like squeaks open and you go, oh cool man <laughs> yeah um yeah it was great we should do that yeah we should make a real nerds team yeah we should let's do it awesome very cool anyway that's pretty much everything. zach's house <laughs> <laughs> no! let me out let me out <laughs> all the movies in here are really old <laughs> If I have to watch it's a mad, 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 mad world one time, I'm going to blow my fucking head off. <laughs> the most overrated best win- picture winner of all time. Oh. This Jack Benny room is really creepy. They've never won best picture. No? No. Sure. But the Jack Benny thing is creepy. <laughs> His eyes are move and follow me around the room. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's me. Uh, yeah, this week I kind of do the same thing. Uh, so I rewatch Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Oh, hell yeah! Uh, the movie's still, like, lots of fun. I forgot, like, uh, about how much they say fuck in it and how goofy it gets. Good morning, Kellen. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> It's like, where's he my walked, coffee? He walked across the room <laughs> yes. as if though he just like, whoa, what a night, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, so it's fun. Uh, you know, where Jeremy Renner, he's like climbing up this broomstick. He's like, ah, oh, you fucking bitch. I was like, yes. <laughs> oh. I forgot how zany that movie is. Because yeah. uh, it's it's like they know what they have and they just yes. don't care. They're like, yeah, yep, yeah, we're going to say fuck and shit and kill people. And, yeah. you know, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I stand by 
it being a fun movie and everybody should see it. It's like if two Quentin Tarantino characters walked out of one of his movies and into uh, like Van Helsing. <laughs> exactly. You know? That's a pretty good. Like this piece of shit film of that all of a sudden these really well written asshole characters. Are I still in. think the credits in it are amazing at oh, the beginning. Oh, so good. Uh, that whole movie's awesome. Yeah. Number ten best film of two thousand and thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. I, I rewatched the first Ted again. <laughs> oh. still, I still. I I think the Ted movies are really funny. Yeah. Uh, so. The first one has a little more heart, I think, than yeah. the second one. But first one's great. Giovanni uh, Rubisi, thank you, uh, is really good at being creepy. Hmm. And I, like, I like when Giovanni Rubisi is first cornering Ted in the uh, parking lot. Yeah. And uh, he, uh, <laughs> Tammy says, are you coming or not? And she goes, who was that? And he just goes, oh, that's Sinead O'Connor. She don't look so good no more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe McHale is so great in that... Uh, He's, uh, he, they go over to his house for a party. He goes, hey, thanks for coming in. Wow, look how big this house is. I know, right? <laughs> he's like <laughs> the biggest douche ever. Uh, <laughs> These girls are talking at his party and they're saying, man, I've never been to his house. We have slept with them. Yeah, I slept with him in the men's room. But it was in the handicap stall, so it was bigger, you know? <laughs> he's just, excuse me, well, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, I, I watched all the Underworld movies again. Oh, Good and, for you. And, and uh, I still think the first one's actually a pretty solid movie. It's aw- I mean, I, okay. It's awesome. I think it's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty well done. And it, at the time, you know, it's an interesting turn, I think. Uh, there's there's two or three twists in it that at the time I thought were pretty shocking where, you know, you're with Celine and you're fighting these, you know, these monsters and these werewolves and you think they're just horrible people. And the twist is the vampires are actually the bad people, and yeah. you know they're the ones who enslaved the lichens. And yeah, uh, it's it's an interesting way of looking at. Uh, is Michael Sheen in the first one? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He plays like the cast uh, Lucian. Is really good. Yeah. Oh yeah, the cast is amazing. And the, I actually think the cast in all of them are pretty good. And the action in that movie is cool. Yeah. Like you know, there's Len there's Wiseman. A, yeah, there's a lot of gunfighting in there that's awesome. Fucking and like Len Wiseman is like the best looking dude ever, and he's like this really talented director. I Fuck know, that guy, what a jerk. Yeah. Well, um, now he just produces stuff. He doesn't even he does. direct anything. Well, doesn't have to. I know. Um, and then the second one uh, picks up immediately after the first one. Hey, buddy. It just get the, like the second one gets uh, a lot more into like the its lore. Yeah. And like the hybrids and stuff, and they're like, okay. Yeah, and the, you know, if I had to pick apart the one thing I don't like about the second one is, and I actually the first one too is I think the hybrid Michael I don't think looks very cool. Like, if I had a picture, like, a werewolf and a vampire, like, half and half, I, I thought would That's look one, better. Yeah, you know he, I mean? he just looks like a monster, but he's got, like, giant tentacle arms on his back? No. Or wings or something? No, that's... Is that the, the second one? Yeah, but that's the uh, vampire elder who oh, I that's think looks Marcus. really awesome. Oh, okay, okay. Because he actually has, like, big bat ears and kind of looks like a bat. I think I think his character design's awesome. I guess I don't remember. Oh, wait, is it... Are you talking about when Scott Speedman turns into... Yeah. Him? Oh, okay. Because <laughs> basically he turns blue and has, like, claws. Yes. I'm like, that's not that cool. No, it's not that cool. Uh, but Scott Speedman... Scott Speedman, I don't mind. No, yeah. Uh, and I think Kate Beckinsale, she's pretty fun yeah. as a character. Yeah, um, she does a good job. That was back in like her heyday. Yeah, uh, when she was making a couple movies a year, and it was cool. Go get mama, buddy. Go bother her. <laughs> Kaylin, come here. Come here. Come here. Oh, Dad, I just woke up. <laughs> you don't understand. It's so hey, hard. Hey, Laura, can you get Kaylin something to drink? Yeah. Okay. Hey, mama, I'll get you a drink, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, the the third one is uh, I just want to be sad. So one of the big twists in the first one is you find out Lucian 
was actually in love with uh, uh, Victor, who is played by Bill Nighy. Wait, the the werewolf dude was in front was in love with her. Yeah, uh, in love with Bill Nighy's daughter. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And I that's you went why with Bill Nighy. I was like, wait, yeah, no, I don't remember that at all. Uh, and then, and so the third one shows that story of how Lucian and Sonia. Good job. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Man, fell in love and the story about how the the Lycans kind of rebelled against being uh, enslaved. Is there a character named Amelia in that in those movies? Yes. Oh, okay. That I don't remember. She's also in the first one. She's she's killed in the first one. Oh, okay. By the Lycans. Okay. Because remember, nope. Craven, the vampire, is in league with the Lycans, so he kills the vampire elder Amelia in the first one. Uh, and that's when Marcus comes back to life. This is like, I, this must be what you feel like when I talk about Transformers movies. <laughs> no, this one's a little more coherent. And, <laughs> and, and then the fourth one is, uh, I don't remember any of this. Celine is captured and put in suspended animation or something. And she's pregnant at the time. They cut her baby out of her. Yeah. And they kill Michael. Yeah. Or the CGI Scott Speedman. Scott Speedman. Yeah. Uh, he's not in it. It's CGI Scott Speedman. Yes. And I remember that. And the fourth one's actually not too bad, too, because they have, like, this giant werewolf that attacks him. I think it's really badass. Yeah, it's like a super different movie. Cause yeah, now it's, it's like this weird, totally like, different. like uh, dark future movie. Yeah, and it's still fun. I, you know, if I had to sum up, you know, the series, I still think they're really fun. I think they're shot really cool. I think they look really great. And... Man. When you go back You really like and, being sad right now, don't you? Um... And you read about him. The first Underworld, I think, cost $15 million to make. And it looks oh, wow. like a $50 million movie. I yeah. mean, it's shot really well. I think it's the effects cool look really great. Yeah. Um, they do a pretty good job. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I mean, I actually really like those movies. I think they're really fun. I don't think they actually suffer from quality decline at all. Yeah. I think they're pretty consistent throughout. You mean I, as far as the way they're shot? Uh, the and, they and, and, the, and the overall. I mean, I don't, think okay. I don't think there's actually a bad movie in the bunch. Um, I think the second one is probably the weakest. Okay, I've uh, never seen the third one. The third one is uh, the Rise of Lycans is pretty fun, huh? Because uh, again, it takes place in medieval times. Yeah, so kind of has the, it's like werewolves sieging a castle. So I mean, yeah. to me, that's cool. Uh, and then the fourth one is you know futuristic, but has a giant werewolf in it. So yeah, whatever. I'm gonna have to finally watch one of these movies. Uh, if you want, you can borrow. I have them all. Okay. Um, and it, it, it's kind of crazy too. That I was talking to Laura about this. She doesn't give a shit, but. I was talking to her. So the first one, if you watch the unrated cut, which is way better because it adds about 20 minutes of story to it. Oh, okay. Is two hours and like 15 minutes long. Yeah. If you watch the unrated cut. The second one is an hour and 40 minutes. The third one is an hour and 32 minutes. And then the fourth one is like 128, <laughs> an hour 28. <laughs> yeah. So they basically start cutting off all the story. Yeah. They're like, man, let's just have them kick ass. Yeah. And let's just do action. Yeah. Because that's all everyone cares about. That explains anyways. why the new one is like 16 minutes long. I know. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing I watched this week, well, that's actually one of the first things I watched, and I watched it twice, is The Neon Demon. What? And I'm so excited. I have never, ever been more disappointed in you guys <laughs> in a top 10 movie. Really? In my life. It was awful. <laughs> wow. And this is totally what I expected. Because so why'd you watch it twice then? Because I wanted to make sure that I understood how awful it was <laughs> before I judged it. And one, the pace of it is awful. It's so takes so long to get anything going, and it's so yeah. slow. It and nothing in it to me is that shocking. It's just obnoxious. Wait a second. 
And when when Wait. the when the, you I, I heard your piece about it. <laughs> uh, I am shocked that there was nothing shocking. Uh, and the beginning where it's like the neon demon, and they put the director kept on having his like initials everywhere. I'm like, come oh, on, dude! Oh, it's, 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 it's a perfume homage. Yeah. I don't that care. doesn't make it good. <laughs> it by doesn't the way. make it good. No, it's stupid. I mean, I, I made fun of that when the trailer came out. Like, yeah, I would agree with you there. And it's like the most self-serving movie ever. It's like, look how cool this looks. Look how cool this looks. And I'm going to put some semblance of a story in here about how Hollywood uh, corrupts you, and you're a model, and it's all about looks. It's stupid. Everything about it is dumb. <laughs> wow, man. Nothing like. Oh, here's she wants to be her lesbian lover. Cool. She's not going to be a lesbian lover. Let's kill her and eat her. Okay, whatever. I don't care. Wow. And then let's have really bad CGI eyeball that gets eaten. Okay. <laughs> really? Yeah. Watch I don't it again. The, no, I don't remember it being like bad. Oh, CGI spoiler. Like sorry. I thought it was practical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was I convinced. Okay. No, are you going to defend it? I think it's awful. No, it's a great, I, I, it's a great movie. No, I think we were, I, I think we were prepared. I didn't think it was great. But yeah, like <laughs> no, it's awful. I was mostly curious, just because I thought like there's a world where he might watch this and be like, I, I hated this movie, and then all of a sudden they started eating people, and I was into it. But no, like, because did you, it, but, it's like the last five minutes of the movie. Right. No, I know. Yeah, and I have to sit there through wooden dialogue and wooden acting. And I have to sit there and watch a horribly paced movie. I I, I, I think that only Jen, Jen, uh, uh, Jenna Malone is wooden in, the, in that first scene. Did you like, watch it distraction free and really loud? I did. And really loud? The first time I watched it, I was all by myself. The second time I watched it, I watched it with headphones on my PlayStation. Oh, wow. Because I'm like, am I missing something here? Nope. Uh, <laughs> I, I was going to concede, like, I feel like it's better in theaters. Like, because the sound design is, I think, is really important to the movie. Sure. Otherwise, it is just a string of gloss, glossy photographs. But you're but, saying there was nothing shocking. Like, no, I mean, of course, you've watched a lot more horror. Yeah. I, I've never watched a woman have sex with a dead body. Um, so yeah, see, to me, that's just stupid. Yeah, I mean, no. It's just that. It's just that, a distraction. That scene is just full. No, it's not. It's I can't get what I want, so I'm going to go work and fuck a corpse. Yeah. And that's that's me trying to shock you because. But no, it's people. Th- people try to tell me that only God forgives is a piece of shit. Well, I'm just going to give him something they, that's going to be shocking. That's no, all I got from it. It's that. That's when that character turns, like, and turns fast and has to because in the next scene that that character is now like the hardcore villain who is going to eat somebody. Um, no, like you, you, you kind of need it. Um, mm, I don't think but, you do yeah. at all. Oh, I love that. Movie. I think. I think. So I think just like models in real life that movie is uh nothing but something to look at well that's that's some and of hollow it's, and that, empty that's kind of its whole point it doesn't make you know? it good no i know uh, for, for you for me great. and i think almost everybody else because nope. it's just everything about that movie i just <laughs> couldn't get into and no, I, the pacing is awful the movie takes the so pacing long is deliberate it's awful. When a, oh, oh, the look you just gave me. <laughs> when, a, when a movie is an hour and 42 minutes or something like that long, yeah. and it feels like it's three hours long, that's yeah, bad. No, that's it, bad. It's what it feels like to be trapped, man. No. Trapped? Yes. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, man, I'm here to pay her debt to you. How much you got? It's so fucking stupid. I hate that movie. <sighs> it's great. Fucking great. Keanu Reeves. Wider. 
That's not scary to me. That's oh, dumb. Oh, fuck that goddamn knife sequence. Oh shit. Yeah. Man, I hate that scene. Yeah. Why? Because it's uncomfortable. It's unsettling. Like, sitting in the theater watching that scene, like so much of that movie was so uncomfortable, especially the third act. You know, um, I at the beginning when we were doing Film Explosion, I thought Zach had the worst list, but whoa. where your guys is oh, Neon Demon. Come on, come on. <laughs> has no, no business no. being on Zach, anybody's. You do not clap. I will mute you. <laughs> uh, Neon Demon has no he's place ju- on anybody's top ten list. He's just saying that to be shocking. Yeah, see, that's shocking. What he shot was trying to be shocking. Aww, and that doesn't work. No. It doesn't work. Everything mm-hmm. about that. Disagree. It's great. It's, <laughs> so, no, it is. Right know, now, so Nicholas Winden Reffin, that's his name, right? Yeah. His roller coaster peaked at Drive, and everything's just downhill now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bronson's good. I don't know if I'd call it that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Good. So, it goes Bronson, Drive, and then it goes down. <laughs> See, even Kellen didn't like it. <laughs> Yeah, well, I wouldn't make Kellen sit through that. <laughs> Not because it's disturbing, because it's fucking awful. Oh. So, just, I, just to be clear, when I if I get you, uh, I'm not going to get you Manchester by the Sea on Blu-ray for a gift ever. Don't. Oh yeah, because you won't like that one either. I don't yeah. mind movies if they're paced slowly, if there's something interesting going on. But with the Neon Demon, it was so much there is. shit going on before something interesting happened that it just took too long. It's great. Everything about it just took too long. Right, can't hear me, but it's so good. No. <laughs> if you're listening I mean, to this, it's really good. You know, because we watched a trailer when you were doing your film explosion shit, and uh, I'm watching, like, oh, that's cool. Oh, I want to see her walk on the runway. Oh, that's like an hour and 35 minutes into the movie. Yeah, because she's got she's to earn her way there. Oh, yeah, she's got to earn her way there. Yeah. And they Take get, off your clothes. And they get eaten. Is this uncomfortable for you? I, I warned you it was slow. Yeah, <laughs> you did. We, I feel like I mean we explained everything that was going to happen. Did. In the movie. But have you, you did. ever have you ever run through an art gallery? No, you you, you go <laughs> picture to picture. Nicely done. You, you yeah. can try to sell this to me all you want, but you can't polish a turd. I, Nicely done, sir. I don't I, I don't expect to convince uh, you, but uh, I, I do think the open no shot of her like lying like on the couch. I mean, oh, that looks pretty good. Oh, that's actually my least favorite part of the movie. <laughs> No, I mean, th- I'm saying visually it looks good. Yeah. I'm yeah. not saying anything oh, else in it. It's so on the nose. And then the, the scene following is the worst dialogue scene in the in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have to put up totally with another backwards. hour and 45 minutes of it. No, immediately it starts getting better. It's really great. So what, what so point churned it for you, James? What makes it good? Because that's not your type of movie either. It's not. I mean, you, yeah. It's a, it's a pretty slow... Like You know, I, I wouldn't say I was really into it and felt like I liked what it was doing until... Man, a good 20, 30 minutes in. I know. Um, so I'm asking what turned it for you. It was a gradual thing. I mean, somewhere around, like, like I started learning to like Elle Fanning's character. Um, man, somewhere somewhere in with the boyfriend and, like, that relationship. Um, there are two scenes they have together? Yeah. Well, yeah, but there's a bunch of stuff in, in there. Um, and maybe the scene... Um, like the the it's not the runway scene, but the scene where they're all in their underwear and they're like they're they're you know up against each other, mm-hmm. um, like competing. Like, I think the scene following that where they confront each other in the bathroom, like that's when I started getting interested in like what is going on here and like, okay, you know, like that's when I was probably in it, and then, um, and then I wouldn't say I really loved the movie until that third act started to kick in, like. That's really when I was like, "Oh shit!" Were like, they chasing her through the house? No, no, before that. 
so like before before the lesbian sex scene but like all the um like just those last few moments few scenes sort of leading up to when like jenna malone makes a move on her at the house and like and things start to go south that's when i started being like oh i'm super into this because it's you 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 are you're you're trapped by a lot of it for a really long time and it's just talking about some interesting stuff and then at the end when it turns into like this pretty twisted you know horror movie that's when for me it got it gets really interesting and becomes greater than the sum of its parts like it becomes better than just like here's a here's a long dialogue about like how beauty is superficial and how this industry will devour people and all that like then it starts drawing on you know um ancient stories about like where vampires come from and like all of that stuff like that it's why i keep calling it a vampire movie because for me it's about all the stuff that spawns old vampire stories um and i i don't get that richness out of the story until that third act kicks off um, and brad when did you like it um if like I didn't really get the story until he talked about it, like he just did. <laughs> but for me, like the visuals and the music, like together as like a whole, yeah. Um, like the like I said, like the first time I saw it, I was like, I don't know if I like this or not. Uh, yeah. but I watched a couple more times, um, and it just kind of like stuck with me. Um, especially figuring in what he said to it. Um, yeah, it just makes sense now. So yeah. I just want to point and out I how gracious of a host I am that I let you guys have your. Oh yeah, you're so, ni- you're so nice that we get to talk. Yep. Um, yeah. Well, so, yeah. So, so I, I have a question. So, how long after they ate her were they at that photo shoot? Was it the next day? Um. Well, it's not, it's, it's not really clear. Because yeah. So you throw up blood and a perfectly shaped eyeball. I'm just saying. It's uh, it's not the, realistic. The movie is completely <laughs> surreal at that point. Oh, like, okay. Okay. That, so that doesn't matter. Just like the cartooniness no. of it. Yeah. No. It does not. Oh, matter. Okay. Does not matter. It's surrealist, like, like an art. I, that thing. that is them swinging for the fences and on missing. This is fuck. It's, your, it's, it's totally like Casey at bat. It's supposed to be your explosive finale in an art house movie, right? Yeah, yeah. They can't blowing I, up. And I, yeah, I, I I find it odd that the guy who watches so many horror movies is going to have like a super hard time with the logic of this one, because to be clear, I think this is a horror movie. Yeah, and to. And for me to be clear, I think the motivations to because you just don't like somebody, you're going to eat her. No, 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 no. They're eating her because that's how they survive in the industry. No, the, I get it. Okay. They want her I youth. Get it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't have yeah. to. It, it's it's not it's, subtle. It's not that they don't like her. It's that if she won't be one of them, then she is just meat. Like, I, I get it. It's right. not subtle. No, it doesn't have to be. No, throwing up an eye. There's nothing subtle about fucking a corpse or throwing up an eyeball. It's not trying to be subtle at all. And then eating it again. <laughs> yes, and then eating it again. It is trying to. It is trying to take the idea as far as it can to make it as disgusting as it possibly maybe, can. Maybe maybe he should stick to action thrillers. I didn't expect you to no, like. No, no one here thought you would like this. <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect you to like it, but to say it has no merit, I'm like, mm. yeah, no. And about that, um, it doesn't. Uh, no, it totally does. Just it's because it looks pretty movie. doesn't mean it's a good movie. It's a great movie. It's because wow. it's not, this is not a movie that I should like. Like, it, it isn't. No, that's that's why you know I'm serious. It's a great. How movie. do you explain the first Underworld then? Uh, what <laughs> he said? Just because it's pretty, it doesn't mean it's. it's a, <laughs> no, yeah, the, the first Underworld. He just, spent, he just spent so much time talking about how good the Underworld movies are. The, like, looks the first really good. Underworld has a way more cohesive story and is a better movie. 
Oof, uh, he says that uh, as he assembles the toy for Kel, and he's just wow, like, nah, man, I, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I can't even, I can't even, I can't even. I like the first Can Underworld. You literally a lot. can't even. I can't even. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Like I said, the first Underworld. If you watch unrated cuts, two hours and twenty minutes long, feels like an hour. Yeah, because you know it's just an action movie. Exactly. So you, just because you make a movie and force me to sit through it because your pacing's horrible, yeah, doesn't just, make it a good movie. Just because you make a movie that makes me think and like feel like I'm learning something and really like. What'd you learn about? Cont- the, what'd, what'd you learn from ideas. the Neon Demon? How to be superficial and think that. It's You're just learning. the most important about, director of all time. No, it's about spending the time to contemplate themes and motifs. Like mm. that is what's it, what it's about. Or uh, it's about I can make things look pretty. That's about it. He can make things look pretty. Man, it looks Sometimes pretty. That's cool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Nope. I need more out of my movies. I got more out of this movie. <laughs> Are we done yet? Some of the movies you've talked like you need more. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like by the way, you talked about some of the <laughs> shittiest horror films of all time. <laughs> What's the what's the shittiest horror movie of all time? I'm just curious. I don't watch a lot of them. That that you think is shitty and uh, um, let's see, Army Darkness. I will fight you. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I I just love poking. No, I know. It's like a bear. (laughs) Yeah. Just turn around, you'll see all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, there's a pumpkin Uh, on there. That's Halloween. You leave that alone. uh, Blood Rage. (laughs) I don't care about my wife. Handed me Blood Diner (laughs) (laughs) about people that. Chop people up, cook them, and eat them, which is way better than the Neon Demon. <laughs> uh, wait a second. <laughs> She's looking for more. <laughs> is, there, is there a scene where someone vomits up... A perfectly shaped eyeball? No. Any kind of... Any any piece of human flesh? Nope. Okay. Then it's not as good as Neon Demon. Bam! Do any of those movies have a random cougar jumping into oh, motel rooms? Oh, cougar. Oh, God, I forgot about damn. that scene. Remember when Keanu Reeves almost, like, may, may or no, may not rape that 12 yeah. Oh, he's terrible. Man. Mm-hmm. It's great. What else do you watch, Ryan? Uh, she handed me Wolf Cop. <laughs> I did not enjoy that. <laughs> that. That did fall apart towards the end. Mm, yeah. <laughs> fell apart towards the end. Oh, man. But at least with this one, the director didn't have any illusions that he was making an art horror film hey you know i i never said that i loved it because i like his ego <laughs> he's like eh, look at look at my dick <laughs> <laughs> that's his next movie yeah probably with like flashing lights and stuff yeah uh i thought it was shot well and i thought the music was cool thank yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> but everything good enough good enough so if you go to my letterbox to count and you look up Neon Demon. Oh, has, you, you has, created one? It, yeah, it has one and a half stars. Awesome. Cool. I can't wait to friend you. And that one and a half stars is for uh, cinematography and music. Great. Hey, dude, that's one fine. and a half is more than I expected you to give it. Now, that's not what you said. What you said is, like, I can't believe, how dare you put this on your list? No, it's, I mean, I still believe you're that. You're the but. devil. It sounded below Magnificent Seven and Independence Day Resurgence. That's Which what I heard. Which is fine. Which is fine. Yeah. Because Magnificent Seven is better than, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He's thinking over there. I am. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. <laughs> All right. That's fine. It's a great movie. No one should see it, but it's a great movie. It's not great. <laughs> oh, this what? week, man, speaking of great, uh, <laughs> we saw Underworld Blood Wars. Brad, should people see Underworld Blood Wars? Uh, I think if you're a fan of this series, you'll enjoy it as a person in the theater vocally evidenced that for me. Um, <laughs> wow. If you, I haven't seen any of them since the first one, oh, wow. and I wasn't any more interested 
having seen this one. <laughs> that would have been a tough so, watch. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, yeah, there's other distractions, which we'll talk about. Okay. okay. James? Uh, no. Um, I don't remember a lot of the craziness of this movie. Um, the thing I will say in its defense is, like, this movie feels to me like it wants so badly to be Resident Evil, but it gives too many shits about itself. <laughs> and so in the end, like, I was super bored and really frustrated with how bad, like, the plotting and dialogue and honestly how disappointed I was with the action if, if anything else like I I came to this simply wanting like I want a movie where you know Kate Beckinsale is dressed in all leather and runs around and shoots a bunch of shit and uh, I feel like I didn't get that um, which is is too bad so no I I was it was kind of painful but it was nice to be reminded what bad movies look like so yeah I saw one this week yeah yeah you did Res- uh, Underworld so. <laughs> Yeah, you saw it twice. (laughs) I did see it twice. Um, This is the first Underworld movie I've ever seen. Oh, Oh, no! (laughs) And uh, I I know you offered for me to borrow them, (laughs) but can I ask a question? Yep. So all I saw in that movie was uh, was werewolves and vampires with Uzis. Mm -hmm. Is that all those movies? No. No, okay. the first one's really cool with okay. Uzis. Okay, then I might be interested in watching at least the first one. It's like The Matrix As far as this film, uh, I thought it was incohesive. I thought it was... Uh, uh, there's some some weird, shoddy cinematography, and uh, the visual effects, to me, looked awful. Yeah. So I, I, I usually am not brutal towards a film, and maybe I'm not giving it the proper chance with the series in context, but I guess if you're a fan of this series, you're going to go anyway. So I'm not like I, I can't really have a decent opinion on it really because I'm looking at it as a standalone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, seeing how I've watched all the movies this week to remind me of the mythology, uh, if you had no idea of the mythology, even though they try to set up like flashbacks, <laughs> you have no idea what's going on because even that I still didn't. That's know. what I mean because right. like, the, it, there's so much time spent on the on the on like what's happened in the past and like exposition of the. Of the story that and I still was so lost. That's what I mean because I, I refreshed my my mind this week. Yeah. So it wasn't bad for me. As I, I mean, I was able to jump in and catch up right away. Sure. Um. So I I think if you're a fan of it, you should see it because I, I think there is some redeeming things in it. Uh, it's probably the weakest of the series, but they're. I mean, you're on the fifth one by now, and <laughs> you're you're making and. It, if you want to have an interesting listen, if you listen to Len Wiseman's commentary on the second one, mm. so the first Underworld made a lot of money. Yeah. The second one, it made more, but he is, his budget was cut on it. Mm. So he was talking about how to make... Wait, so his budget was less on yeah. the second one? Oh, each movie's weird. budget's gone progressively lower. Oh, wow. Uh, and ironically, each return on the sequels has gone up. Really? So every movie has made more money than the previous so one. So it is like Resident Evil. It is. Or, or even like Planet of the Apes. That's yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so it's interesting listening, hearing Glenn Wiseman talk about how hard it was to make the second one with less money, but more visual effects. Yeah. And uh, so this one, I mean, there's some fatalities in it straight out of Mortal Kombat that are pretty sweet. Um, but then there's some things that are just goofy in it. And yeah. I don't think fleshed out enough, which sounds weird in a movie that's an action horror hybrid kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it was it was fun. I mean, I didn't expect it to be. Gone with the Wind or Casablanca, but <laughs> but you know I've I've seen worse. Here's a trailer for Blood Wars. Damn. 
resolve to exterminate us. They have a new leader, Marius. He wants the blood of Selene. If they use it, the Lycan's power will be limitless. There has never been a large-scale Lycan attack. There has never been a Marius. Help me, protector. Do I look worried? You must go north. You will find answers there. War has followed you here. Marius. If you want to win this war, you will need to go further than even a warrior of your renown has ever ventured before. Looking for someone. There's nothing stopping her now. All I want is your blood. Come and get it. She is the purest of us all. I'm not that pure. So, to be clear, I'm not like, I'm not bashing it with a two-by-four. Oh, no. But, you can, okay. but without the proper context, I feel like I wasn't having as much fun as I'm sure the people that, that Brad ran into were having. So, um, but from the, from the get-go, I, 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 I knew that I would at least want to continue in this mythology because I saw Bill Nighy's head sliced in half. Uh, spoilers. Where I'm yeah. like, what? I don't know. I don't know uh, how it happened. I don't know who he is. He's really good in the first. He's one. He's great. The first movie's really fun. It is. I'm like, I don't know who he is. I don't know what the hell he did to deserve that, but I gotta know now. <laughs> I keep, you know, and I've said this a number of times. Like, I need to come up with a term for what this is. Because I I really enjoy the first Underworld, mm-hmm. and it, this is one of those series like a Matrix or like a Pirates of the Caribbean where I it feels it always feels to me like they don't actually know what was cool about the first one, and so they dig into the wrong stuff in the sequels, mm-hmm. and so like all the all the lore and all the, the like the hybrid stuff that they've gone down this trail of to me is so much less interesting than yeah. simply the werewolves fighting vampires yeah. and the politics of that and then just the gunplay. See, I agree because rewatching the the first few of them, you realize that it's called Underworld because there's this whole world that nobody else knows what's going on. Right, like what? there's humans in this world. Yeah. I was watching the movie thinking like, I would love to do uh, like my own Underworld movie where you see all that infighting and then it just cuts to someone like staying on the sidewalk being like, pointing over to the fight like someone at a 7-eleven just yeah like normal humans yeah i feel like, like in the first you movie, see the shit are, going on they're trying to hide that yeah. they are they exist well isn't it until the uh the fourth one that they find out that there's a war going on between them and by then it's like this weird dystopian yeah future, exactly and it's like super and then in this movie i don't is are, are there humans left like there's city i don't i have no because everything know. takes place in the foyer of a castle or in an ice castle 
or a train um, depot or in a train depot like <laughs> yeah and i think too it suffers too that the the villain the werewolf villain and i think it's cool that they're going back to the werewolves being bad guys uh it suffers from he's not that interesting no no uh, he's he's less intimidating than any of the cuz i think before. i think the the female vampire is more interesting than uh than the bad guy werewolf guy because she's playing both sides and i think that's cool yes. but but in both cases the the finale for both those villains now yes you get the cool fatality with with her him getting his spine ripped out or the, the werewolf sliced in half when she jumps out of the yes. water but the but the scene itself is like the fight itself is not actually that interesting it's like yeah. they you know they fight and then she drinks her own blood i guess to remember what she remembers and then he punches her a bunch and then she just rips his spine out and you're like, well, wait, I was expecting, like, a cool, like, she's this crazy super vampire thing now, and he's this hybrid that's been drinking her ex-lover's blood, and you're like, oh, man, and I then it's, like, not a fight. I've been watching her the whole time, like, attack them with swords and guns and, like, barely making a dent in them, but the whole time she could have just used her bare hands to, like, <laughs> well, no, that's their arms and spine out. Well, no, she's seen things differently now, because she went to some place. She, that I feel she, that's, she like, fell been, in the water. I feel that's been cut out of the movie. Yes. But oh, she, yes. But it's, like, it's like there's a thought scene but yes. she ghosted into the final fight like at super like f-zero speed and didn't like <laughs> pull out anyone's spines then like oh that would have been awesome <laughs> if like she like in that scene where she like moves through in cg speed she if all of a sudden she shows up spines. yeah she shows up with like hands full of spines and all the all the werewolves like <laughs> collapse into soup <laughs> mm. oh that would have been great she just has like a badass one-liner at the end of it yeah <laughs> gotcha um, <laughs> it's, it's funny you bring that up. In my theater, when she did that, people were cheering. I was like, "No shit!" I was like, "I mean, whatever." I mean, it's cool that she's like chopping heads off and stuff. Yeah, but I'm like, no, like the the, the fatality. All right, <laughs> the fatality is cool. Yeah, but, but the same thing is. I agree with you that the I, I like the other villain better. But then she, so she like she's got this whole plot where she drinks Selena's Selene's blood. And I guess it it allows her to live in daylight. I guess like she, they, you know, like she gets like these weird spider veins, and then uh, and then she's like interesting, and then it doesn't actually make her powerful or anything, and then she just gets stabbed in the head. And I was like, well, shit! Like you spent all this time setting up this villain, and then there's no like cool fight scene. Like yeah, I wanted, he, I wanted her to turn into like something like Marcus from the second yeah, movie, where she gets like I crazy agree. arm things, and she's amazing, and she like shreds people. And then, mm. not, like, nothing ever comes from no, all agree. the hype, you know? Did her having, like, being impervious to daylight make her weak in that moment? Like, if she had not drank, like, she would have no, survived she, the fight? No, no she was just she's gloating. She's not paying attention. She's yeah. like, hey, So she still could have got stabbed in the I back of the head? The, yeah. yeah. I think at any time you can just, like, knife her in the neck and she's dead. What a dum-dum. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, even, like, the reveal with her, when her one vampire she sends, who's Marvis, is that his name? I Marius. 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 Uh, and she like, oh, her boy toy. Yeah, sneak sneakily like slits her throat. I think's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think it's she. She had the potential to be a really cool villain, but yeah, the, the werewolf I didn't care about at all. So, no. I, so I found out who she was after the movie. But I, for the whole movie, I'm like, is that Eva Green? <laughs> oh, the little girl? No, 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 no. The villain, Samira. Yeah. Oh, okay. Samira. No, Samira. Who, yeah. who is she? Yeah. Uh, I, I thought she was Eva Green the entire time. No, like, no. Well, she's wearing the same outfits that they Eva did, Green usually wears. Did. Just because she had a low cut V neck does not is not an Eva Green make. Um, um, but no. you know what I found out she is who she plays Irene Adler on Sherlock. Oh, okay. So that's how I remembered. I'm like, she looks so fucking. Yeah, that's what I mean. They have like great her, yeah. actors in these movies too. I mean, throughout 
all of them. They're all like really good actors. This one had this Charles one. Dance. I'm like, all right. Well, he's yes. in the last one too, but yeah. It's like, all right. I guess. And the guy who plays like the mean council vampire. Yeah. I want him to be in every vampire movie. That guy dressed up as a vampire looks like a fucking vampire. Yeah. He's cool. Which one um, again? Uh, he's the dude who's like the, the main, the elder who doesn't, who doesn't like our, our villain lady. Oh, um, that guy. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I, I, he's one of those character actors squir- you've seen before. Squir- I called him Squirrely Guy in my head. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of those character actors you've seen before, but like you put kind of pointy ears on him and some teeth, and you're like, that's what a vampire looks like, you know? Um, yeah, and you know, I and he was good. In the too. end, I was like, come on, because like you're setting up this huge fight, and they're like, your master's dead. Go home. And we're also like, oh, okay. bro. <laughs> and they don't <laughs> run out. Yeah, they I've, just. <laughs> Walk out the door. I yeah, know. I was telling Zach like they've been like trying to get into the stronghold like for a thousand years, yeah, and they're finally right. penetrated this building, and they're like, "Yeah, let's just go regroup and then yeah, fight another day." We'll be back. Like this is your chance to but end the war. Also, if you're the vampires, yeah, won't you freaking just yeah n- annihilate them? Yeah, yeah. But they so, have honor, guys. Celine has half blonde hair now, so she's like super powerful. She, yeah, she's got those frosted tips, man, and she has a white. Fur coat. <laughs> yeah, but she has to lose it so she can get back in her iconic leather outfit. Mm-hmm. God, this movie was really bad. There's times where I didn't know where I was, and there were like these weird cross shots where like they jump back and forth. They jump back and forth in like dialogue sequences from these weird cross shots that were so oddly paced, and I couldn't tell if it was like that it had been shot poorly and they were trying to fix it in the editing, or if the editing was just complete garbage. Um, but just the fact that I was thinking about it meant that I didn't care at all about what was going on in the yeah. movie anymore. Because for a movie that has so much exposition and so little action, it was like frustrating to not understand what was happening. Yeah, it it moved quick. I mean, that's yeah. what I mean. If you didn't have any, I mean, I just watched them. So I, when the last one came out three years ago, I think if you saw the last one three years ago and came in this one, you'd still have a hard time. Yeah, well, because you have to be caught up to yeah. catch all of what's going on. I haven't watched any of them since that third one, that last one came out. And that one's so different. Like, the only thing from that movie that's here is that she remembers being in that tube. Sorry, excuse me. Being in that tube and then, like, waking up and then, like, having bloodletted Scott Speedman, mm-hmm. you know? Um, nothing else, I think. Uh, yeah. Well, and I guess her daughter, but her daughter never shows up till the end. Yeah. Um, Whoa, bro! <laughs> uh, surprise. Um, but, like, other than that, there's nothing from that movie. So it's really whether or not you remember Underworld Evolution from forever ago and probably some backstory from the third one which I haven't seen yeah um, but yeah, that's like, what I mean like you you can't go into it cold because you won't yeah. know I, I rewatched him this week or I wouldn't have any fucking idea what was going on <laughs> yeah that's why like when they said that's why I asked you the question about Amelia because I was like they say her name like I'm supposed to she's care? in every one that Amelia oh okay she's in the first one well she gets killed in the first one. Oh, is she the one that falls in love with Michael Sheen no Okay, Michael Sheen, uh, Rhoda Miller's the one. Or Rhoda Mitchell, Rhoda Mitchell's the one who falls in love with Michael Sheen. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I remember the you know the whole thing of like him, like Bill Nye, like has his daughter killed by light because mm-hmm. she falls in love with with and she has she has her child. So, so yeah, she's Bill gonna have the... abomination. Yeah. <laughs> the so is biggest that biggest scene Does that end up being ever. does that end up being Rhoda Mitchell in the third one? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Because it's not her. Like, there's a flashback with that scene. Yeah, it's not her in the But it's not her in, in that the first okay. one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because they had to get someone who looked like that's, Kate Beckinsale. That's why I probably am confused. Mm-hmm. Yes, right, because when they made the third one, they were like, people won't see this. In the well, no, because in, in the first one, the Craven guy says, you remind him so much of his darling Sonya. Oh. That's why he didn't kill her. 
gotcha. he made her a vampire. Oh, so Sonya's the one that gets lighted, lighted yeah. to death. Yeah. Amelia is Victor's wife? No, no he's uh, Charles Dance's wife. Or Oh. Because the dude who's with Celine is their son. Oh, oh, he's right, the right, 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 right. Yeah. God, man. That's what I mean. You got to watch them all or you're going to be like, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> See, I even I'm, know what these characters are about, and I still don't know what they're about. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you just said, little kid. <laughs> but you're special. special. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I mean, it's all right for if you're like the series, but I mean, if you go in it cold, you're screwed. I stand by. I think this movie like wants very seriously to be Resident Evil. Like it wants to be complete dog shit that's really fun to watch, and yet it it gives so many it, like it gives too many shits about its story. Whereas like Resident Evil, you see those movies and you're like. Well, well, you don't you don't care at all. I think I think what the film does suffer from is what you're saying is it tries to be too serious. Yeah. Where Resident Evil's like, man, fuck it. Here's a big monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It comes up through the sewers. <laughs> we don't know why it's here, but it looks cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. We this is how much budget we had this yeah. time, guys. It, here's the executioner. He's got a. Where did he come from? I don't know. The floor. This guy's got. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. We need some more footage here. I don't know. Uh, drop the drop the 3D camera in that muddy water there, and we'll spend like five minutes down there. It'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. Sounds, sounds good to me. <laughs> I could direct a Resident Evil movie. Dude, dude, you could direct the best Resident Evil movie. They <laughs> um, are the worst pieces of shit. So, so if I haven't seen a Resident Evil movie, <laughs> You're fucked. Oh, no, dude. No, do not watch one before the next one. It won't matter. It won't matter. It won't matter? You'll have the best time. They're complete dog shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do not. The preview for Resident Evil we saw before Underworld showed like the burning White House. So I'm like, oh, I guess we're just going to jump ahead of that finale. And <laughs> well, no, that's where the last one ends. Remember? That's what I'm saying. Is like it ends, but we're not going to see that. Yeah, unlike... it's not going to pick up from there. <laughs> oh, no, it's going to jump ahead. Un- unlike the f- the last few movies where it ends in a weird place and then the next movie picks up immediately there, and then they just cram a bunch of convoluted nonsense in right afterwards to try and get us to whatever. Like this time, the desert. You know, this time that's, it won't be that. Uh, you know, that's what the Resident Evil movies are. It's the beginning is huge exposition of what's happening. Yeah. And then the rest is just vignettes of, oh, now they're here. Yeah. Let's fight monsters. Yeah. It's usually it's usually like, hey, here's the end of the last movie. And there's some here's a cool action scene really quick. And then Mia Jovovich comes on and goes, my name is Alice. And you're like, shit. Umbrella. And then she says, now, uh, something about Umbrella, but now I've got clones, but they're dead now, so I'm in the desert at the top of this building, but I need a plane, and then the rest of the movie is them <laughs> trying to find a plane on a building, and you're like, what the fuck? Is, what is happening? You know, when I saw the trailer, and they go, we're going back to the hive, of course you are. Because <laughs> Paul W. Sanderson has to make a movie where you're underground, yes. and you have to go through rooms to get out. Uh-huh. Alien vs. Predator, every Be- Resident Evil movie. Because he can shoot it in a warehouse for cheap in the middle of Louisiana. <laughs> and make where, a crap ton of money. Right, yeah, like, and the budget goes down, and the cash rolls in, man. That's on its sixth one. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. This is where it ends, though. Yeah, I'm sure. You know? And so that he can start a new shitty video game franchise. What you don't know is that at the end of the final chapter, it says dot, 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 maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I've seen the final chapter before, Friday 13th Part 4. They've only made eight more since. <laughs> uh, I'm just glad that they didn't call it Resident Evil Afterbirth like they said they would. I know. Who's the guy, who's the guy who directed um, Jason Lives again? 
McLaughlin? Yeah, Tom McLaughlin. Get him to reboot Resident Evil. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> is that the porn guy? No, no, no he's no, dead. No, no, no. This is the guy who like loves classic monsters and just said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna make Jason come back alive as a zombie." <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's what you need. All I want is to make sure that Paul W. Anderson, whatever franchise he picks up next, isn't a video game series. I actually want to see a good movie. Of. <laughs> Breaking director of Uncharted, Paul W. S. Anderson. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I could see like someone selling him the rights to Dead Space, and I would be yeah. so mad because someone you know, could make a cool Dead Space. I still movie. think visually he makes cool stuff. I think his stories are incoherent, but his stories are incoherent. I think that his except for Death Race. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I don't know Did that I want to say that, that he visually. No, he didn't. <laughs> I mean, he's one hundred percent a hack. He has talent and can do stuff. He also spends as little money as he can, and I feel like he doesn't give a shit. And so a lot of times, like, he'll reuse sets, or he reuses every shot. Like, so it's hard for me to say he does cool visual stuff, because I feel like everything I've seen him do, I've seen him do before. You know? Though the, but the beginning of the last movie was awesome. The, yeah. the backwards in time, like, you know? Like, that was really cool. I think he's cool. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I mean, how much money does he make off of these movies? Who knows? Fuck. Yeah. I'd yeah, but it. like he and Mila are very comfortable. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess. Uh, next week we're seeing Hidden Figures. Yeah, so that should be good. That sounds like a good choice. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Bye. 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 Happy 2017. Neon Demon sucks. Real Nerds is a Nebulous Visions multimedia production. We would also like to thank Sparks Mandrell for our music. Additional music from Ben Sounds. Thank you to Alamo Drafthouse. Thank you to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. And thank you for listening to the Real Nerds Podcast.